If the passage we've just read was a page in Wikipedia, it would be absolutely covered with little blue links um, because it is just full of jargon and stuff. It's very difficult to get your head round if you're just hearing it for the first time. The, the blue links would, uh, would take you back into is- Israel's history. They would take you back into the prophets. The blue links would take you back into particular, um, particular prophecies which were alluded to directly within this passage. It would take you back to the ancient patriarchs, to, to, to Abraham and to David, and you'd spend all morning following up the links just to get the background to fill up this passage. I've got 10 minutes. So I'm just going to use the last two verses that we read and I'm going to use them as as a springboard actually to underline three themes which have been going through our service. Whether you've noticed those themes, I don't know. Number one is is on on your thing here. God is actually nearer than you think. God is nearer than you think. The second theme is the theme of of people without a voice being given a voice. Even a voice was given this morning, wasn't it? A voice which was lost yesterday was given this morning. People finding a voice to praise God. And the third theme which comes out in the reading which we had from John, in the beginning, uh, the word, in the beginning was the word, and it talks about him being, in him was life and the life was the light of men. And this theme of light comes out in this reading too. So there's three themes. God is nearer than you think. Getting a voice to sing God's praises. And the life which is the light of men. This then is the springboard from the passage which Jeff read. We understand that by the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Sounds a bit esoteric. That's fine, you say, but how? And so, bouncing on that text, I'm going to bounce forward 31 years to the point when Zachariah's son has already introduced Jesus to the nation of Israel as the one they have been waiting for. And Jesus, 31 years' time, is going into Galilee. And Galilee is proverbially a place of darkness because the prophet Isaiah said, the people that live in a land of deep darkness have seen a great light. And that prophecy names Galilee. So, How does the light rise in our darkness? How does the light shatter our darkness? In Matthew 4.23, we read that Jesus did three things when he went into Galilee. He taught in the synagogues, he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom, and he healed all the sick. Now, some of you here have your own recent stories of God actually touching your lives in such a way that you, out of your own mouths, not out of somebody else's, have called it nothing short of miraculous. So God is still doing that stuff. But one of the things that Jesus did was he proclaimed the kingdom of heaven. 
Now, you might not consider yourself in darkness. That's brilliant. But just remember how many do. Because this, this present time that we're living in, everything seems to be running away from us. Nations can't handle their economies. Global get-togethers can't handle um, global warning. Nations fight with one another over the answers and to these predicaments. And our money is losing its value. And many of you are working longer. And you're expecting to work even longer, not get so much retirement. And when you get retirement, you won't have so much money, by which time the, the amount will have inflated so much, it won't be able to buy so much. They're troubling times. And people... Many, many people are living in the darkness of uncertainty and hopelessness and loss of the things that they put all their hope and trust in. But Jesus went around Galilee proclaiming the kingdom of God, representing it in his own person. I recommend, I, I challenge you to read a gospel again over Christmas and see what Jesus says about himself. Because in my time as a Christian, which is getting on for, well, it's 40-odd years, I can't remember, I can scarcely remember anybody saying of Jesus that he was a bad man. Whether they were communists or atheists or whatever, I scarcely remember anybody saying Jesus was a bad man. Yet of himself he said that he and the Father were one. Whoever had seen him had seen the Father, that he is the light of the world, that he is the gateway into heaven. He made these extraordinary claims. Now, can a man who appears to be megalomaniac be as humble as he was? Can a man who actually is not the things that he claims end up his life still serving to the point of death and crucifixion? And when Jesus speaks these things, he doesn't have to struggle to say them. He speaks what he knows. And the people in Galilee discovered that there's another king and another kingdom and a higher hope. And their eyes were opened up above the level of Caesars and Sanhedrins and hordes of nations, lifted up to recognize that God had touched them with his own presence. He was nearer than they thought. There's a higher hope, and though things around us may not change, there's one in whom we can hope and depend upon, who is not moved and not changed and not troubled by the things that world leaders cannot handle. In fact, one day the nations will bow down before him and acknowledge him. Now that is illumination. Because having lived in this world with a ceiling of, of just men activity, suddenly to have that ceiling taken away and to discover there's this great universe of the kingdom of God, this spiritual kingdom of hope, that is light. Puts a whole new thing to living. And if you trust in Jesus and what he says, then that light will dawn upon you. And it won't just be an intellectual understanding. It will become life in you so that you say, look deep inside yourself, I know that my Redeemer lives. I know that God is the God 
over all. Now another kind of darkness that people live in is um, this darkness which nobody blames them for it because I guess most of us have been there. I have. Where life just somehow or another gets messed up. We have lived without the understanding that God is around or that we've forgotten that God is around and we carried on doing things our own way and life just gets a mess. And, and for all our best efforts, it, it just gets into a tangle and, and, and relationships go wrong and, 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 and things at work go wrong and, and, and we just despair because all our struggles just make things worse when that's not what we want to do. We really want to make things better. And it's almost like being living in a room with absolutely no light where you've learned to walk around, but actually over the years things have got spilled and, and there are smells where they never used to be and, and you found your way around, but now you're tripping over things which have crumbled up and, and, and you can't see where you're going. Jesus went around teaching. And you know, if we... I want to challenge you again to read a gospel this Christmas and just look at the teaching of Jesus because the teaching of Jesus is like illumination, like switching on the light in this messed up room so that through his teaching we say, that's why that is wrong. That's where I messed up there. This is how to put this right. If I begin to do things Jesus' way, then it's going to take a while to sort of untangle everything. But with God's help and the life he's breathing into these instruction, this instruction and, and, and things he's teaching me, things are going to get sorted out. And how many of you can testify to an experience of that? You see, light shining in the darkness to the point where you think about the teaching of Jesus and, and you say, my life was such a mess, now I'm beginning to do the things the way he says do them and I'm astonished because the law of the Lord seems to be perfect and it just revives my soul. <laughs> There's hope in this mess and the light has dawned not to judge me but to help me. God is nearer than I thought. It's, the decrees of the Lord are so sure and, uh, and they seem to, I, mean, I, felt, I felt so simple before but they seem to be making me wise. We feel in our heart the precepts of the Lord but that's right and it rejoices my heart. The commandment of the Lord is clear and it just seems to enlighten my eyes and thank you God we're slowly crawling out of this mess and you are tidying up my life and this is awesome because now I'm living by the, by the standards of a new kingdom which I never realised was there before this is light dawning upon my darkness thank you God and then those, those things where again through no fault of our own before we recognise that there is a kingdom of God, a higher hope, another king, before we realise that, we set up strategies and, and ways of dealing with the things that, that come at us out of this world. Strategies for dealing with threats, strategies for dealing with this, attitudes toward people, ways of dealing with people we don't get on with, all kinds of things. We develop these schemes by which we live, but they never liberate us. 
they always seem just to shore us up and hold us in against all these troubles which, which sort of come over us from the, from the world outside us, the society we live in, the neighbours, the, the boss, the, the, the kids next door. And we, we develop these strategies, but they don't liberate us, they just shore us up. Now then, we look again at the teaching of Jesus and we say, now Lord, will you, will you let your light break into these strategies I've set up? And we suddenly discover there are things like confession and apology and forgiveness and grace and it's possible in dangerous circumstances to trust God. And we learn all these new techniques which transform and change our attitudes and then change the templates that we have put over our lives and, and rejig the strategies we put in place. And suddenly we find ourselves being liberated. It's as though he's giving light to us who have sat in darkness in the shadow of death and he's guiding our feet now out and into a way of peace and expansion and liberty because... The light is nearer than you think and it's breaking out in our darkness not to judge us but to bless us. And what happens? These things happen and suddenly we feel this joy welling up. There's a kingdom up there which is greater than the kingdoms of this world. There's, there's a rule I can live by which sorts out my mess. And there's, there's a word of God and attitudes which he can pour in me by my spirit which become life and change my strategies. I just want to say praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him all creatures here below, praise him above you, heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, because the Lord has given me a voice. A hallelujah has become part of my vocabulary.